I'm a businessman, yes I'm an entrepreneur Oh yeah, I'm a businessman, yes I'm an entrepreneur Oh yeah, I'm a businessman, yes I'm an entrepreneur Good afternoon, this is The Business Plan with... No, The Business Zone <laughs> <laughs> the business zone with crystal and gilbert <laughs> oh this is the business zone with crystal and gilbert <laughs> man you can is. you can tell my brain is fried in this heat crystal yeah it's been a long week gilbert don't even know his own show <laughs> Ooh, we made it to friday gilbert we made it to friday we're lucky we're lucky we're lucky and it's been you know I, I'm a uh, two weeks from tax day. It's yeah. been it's been an interesting day. <laughs> it's been yeah, an interesting I, week. I've been spending long that. hours, oh, and man. so I feel you. I'm a little tired too. Yeah. <laughs> Glad that it's Friday. <laughs> you know when they talk about brain being fried, that's me. <laughs> My brain is fried. <laughs> I I understand. I understand, co-host. I understand. Oh, man. <laughs> Folks, thank you guys for joining us today. Today, we have class in session. That means when we have class in session, that means me and my co-host, Crystal, we're going to impart our knowledge onto you. We're going to share some information, and hopefully you guys can partake in the information sharing process. We're going to talk about small businesses today and talk about how you want to level up your infrastructure to get things going. And Crystal is going to share her vast knowledge of multiple years of experience. And I'm going to do the same too. And hopefully you guys can chime in by putting some questions or some comments in the chat so we can exchange information. Because you guys may have some really, really great experiences that you want to share with us. And we would really love that. So Crystal. How are you today? I am good. It's been, a, like I said, a long week. It's um, a lot of moving parts to this week. <laughs> <laughs> but I made it through and I'm here on Friday looking forward to Saturday so I can go oh, hit man. some balls. But here's, I have a, a, a bit of news. So, you know, the young lady that won uh, the biz camp and you've met her. She And she's been on the show a couple of times, Amila Charles. Yeah. Yes, yes, so yes. So Myla Charles won the national nifty competition. So they had when? uh she won that back in the the early fall. Oh, I remember that one. I right, thought remember she won that? something like a few weeks ago. <laughs> well, yeah, this week she's been in New York at the Nifty Conference and the World uh, Business uh, Nifty Competition. So she competed wow. on the world stage this wow. week. Wow. Isn't that amazing, Crystal? Yes. And guess what? Guess what? what? You had something to do with that. I did. You I'm got so your fingerprints all over that. I am so proud of that young lady. I cannot tell you how proud I am. Man. She is just, uh, she's just awesome. So she made the first, she made the top 10 semifinals. Uh -huh. uh, but she didn't make it all the way to the top, but she was competing against Ireland and Israel and wow. uh, Japan and Mexico. And uh, so she came in 
in the semifinals. We are so proud of her. And from what I understand, I was speaking with the Nifty group today. Yeah. She showed up and showed out. All right. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. I love that, man. See, I love these young entrepreneurs. And Crystal, believe me, man, if I had a chance to do what you're doing, man, with the youngsters, I would be in there. 150% because to me, I the small the young entrepreneurs they respond much better to what we do. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, they, they respond much better to entrepreneurship than many of our, of our older adult entrepreneurs, you know. Yes. So, I, I love businesses that listen, and you know, like many of my entrepreneurs are women owned business owners, they listen to me more than the males, you right. know, so I'd rather work with them. We have Diana Songbird Collins on here saying, that's fabulous. <laughs> Thank yeah, you, well, Diana. Diana. Diana actually has been a, a volunteer of ours. She uh, Actually, she's one of our helpers when we were doing live uh, uh, biz camp. So Diana, I actually think, Diana, you were with um. Yeah, because in 2019, that was our last. I don't know if you were there, but that was our last live in 2019. And Amila came out of the 2019 class. But she knows what we've done with these kids over the, over the past uh, the past uh, 10, you know, as long as she's been around. So proud of her, Gilbert. Oh, my God. And I can imagine. grown so much. So as soon as the video is available, I will make sure we we, we share it here in the platform. Uh, Rhonda is right now uh, my partner, Rhonda Holbert. She's actually in New York. Uh, oh, really? Uh-huh. She went with her and she was there. Yes. Oh, okay. So Diana was there. She had her. Yeah, she was there. So Myla. I just, just, I mean, this young lady has just grown so much. That's great. It's so funny, Gilbert, when the, when the call, when I got the email from, uh, the text from Rhonda, when she made it to the finals, she made the, she, she texted me. And so I was consulting with a client at the time who yeah. was asking me about business stuff. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I just have to brag right now. And she goes, wow. And she said, <laughs> She's doing better than us adults. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's what we do, man. We love to brag about our entrepreneurs when they're they're following our instructions. They're doing well. They're growing. They're advancing. We love that. We yes, love. Yeah, I am just so proud of her. So when she comes back, we're going we're gonna to get her on the show again. Uh, she's just doing amazing. I, you know. When she goes, this is, she, she, she was, she's 16 now. So she was 15 or she was like 14 and a half when she came to us. No, she was actually, yeah, she was 14. So now she's 16 uh, or 17. And so she's just 17, imagine. 17 going on to 37. Right. She, just imagine. Like a grown woman. <laughs> right. Just imagine what her world's going to be like from college. She, I she's mean, she's phenomenal. already done some amazing stuff in her teens. Yeah. Just imagine going on the. I actually see this young lady at some point being the president of of of, of the country. She's yeah. gonna do some remarkable. She's phenomenal. Things. She's, She's phenomenal. really phenomenal. So, just want to make that announcement that uh, one of our students. I was on the world stage this weekend, yep. this week. She's, I'm so she's proud a of firecracker her. and a trailblazer, and I love that. Yes. Uh, we, need, we need to get her back on the show so we can talk to her about, you know, our, our accomplishments and, you know, where she's headed next. I will definitely get her. We will work with as soon as she gets back. 
um, when she gets back to LA. So you know, I won't be surprised, Crystal, if she launched a podcast while she's at college. You know, to do these type of entrepreneurial things. Well, she I, I actually, uh, and you shouldn't be surprised because she's already teaching. See, that's what she's I'm talking about. Teaching. Two weeks ago, she came to our our. We you know we do our biz institute program yeah. um on week on the weekends on saturdays and so two weeks ago she actually came and spoke to the kids about yeah. creating their creating a TikTok video in order to market their business she oh, was that's just great. on fire maybe so, she can teach us a few things about TikTok marketing i, I know i know <laughs> right right <laughs> i would love to learn a few things about that quite agree with that but yes so that was my week i was um in addition to my you know my client that's going public so i was working hard there and uh and then i have a client um one of the nonprofits, they had uh, pro uh, proposals due, so I had to create a budget for them mm -hmm. and then of course my tax client so this has been a wild ride week <laughs> and i know you can't wait until this month is over <laughs> right i am kind of looking forward to it is i mean I, i'm trying to get to my blog man i can't yeah. even get to, i don't i don't have the brain with the yeah. brain power bandwidth afterwards to do that so yeah i but, hear um, you man i hear you i don't remember what, oh when 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 i was running the the sba navigator program there for the for the urban league the los angeles urban league Man, I'm telling you, man, it was so intense every week. You know, you got to put the materials together. You got to get the presenters together. You got to, after that, you 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 got to um, put together the attendance roster and all of that. Make right. sure you tally up everything. And man, my brain was so engaged. So when the last class was over on the 30th, I'm uh -huh. going, man, I felt so rel relieved. I said, man, you know, even though I love, you know, helping the small businesses, doing the things I, I was doing, my brain was just so engaged, man. I just needed. There's a, so many moving parts, right? Yeah, that's kind of why I love it when I um when I teach for other organizations because I don't have to put the work together. I just have to show up and present. It's like speaking, show up and present, and then you. Yes. But uh, but I've been doing a lot of coaching. Hey, Candance, I have been doing a lot of coaching this week as a result of your Navigator program. I've yeah. had much love to you, too. Uh, she's sending <laughs> us much love. She's um, Hey, but, Candace, uh, what am I, chopped liver? How come you're not saying hi to me? <laughs> <laughs> um, so Candace is doing well. Girl, you know, see, she's been winning awards left and right in Culver City. She is I the Culver that. City darling. Love it. Love <laughs> it. Chamber of Commerce there. I'm watching I you, Candace. <laughs> love it, Candace. You need to let us know so we can brag about you, Candace. Yeah, as, she's been doing Because you know we love to brag about our entrepreneurs. So let us know, man, so we can put you out there. <laughs> she laughed. <laughs> yeah, she's the she's the chamber of commerce darling for the Cul for Culver City. Um, I just love that. But yeah, so it's been pretty good. And you know, I got the kids. The kids are actually doing their uh, YEC Youth Entrepreneur Championship uh, uh, competition. Yeah. Uh, they submit their videos on the uh, 18th of April. Yeah. And then they do their live presentation. Hey, Michael. Hey, Michael. How you doing, buddy? Oh, look at that. Candace says they're trying to get her to run for council. Go and ahead, girl. That's <laughs> what I'm talking about. <laughs> now, that's what it. I'm talking about. 
Um, Michael, appreciate you loving our program. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you. So um, the uh, so they're going to do their presentations for the YEC uh, competition. Youth, and that's a, a, a union bank sponsored program. Yeah. And uh, so the kids are going to compete against, uh, I, I want to say, 12 other schools. This is that one where our kids took first place, took all of the, the prizes last year. I don't think we're going to do that year this yeah. year. But I'm hoping that uh, there's a couple of little stars. So we might get one and two. Uh, yeah. So we're preparing them. So now it gets intense. I got tomorrow. We have um, um, we will be meeting on to the end of the end of the month. So, yeah, um, it's a busy month. Busy, busy it. month. <laughs> I love it. Love yeah. it. Love it. Love it. So today, guys, Gilbert and I are excited because this is financial literacy month. And as a business owner, one of the things that we have to, <laughs> you are the filet mignon. Oh, <laughs> thank you, Candace. Thank you. <laughs> I, I appreciate all of that, Candace. Thank you, you so got much. Chop liver. <laughs> um, so we, we, Gilbert and I, you know, we, we've been coaching and consulting with small businesses for the greater part of our careers. And it is so important that businesses understand the business financial literacy and how, and how money works in their business. And so today we're talking about money smartness, actually, and, and the power of money and your business. So it's more than just having a product. It's making sure that the business is profitable yeah. and that the business is bankable. Yeah. That's really, really important. You may not want, yes, those numbers, you may yeah. not want uh, a loan, but there may be, there will come a time when it's time to ex uh, expand your business and you're uh -huh. going to lead a, need a line of credit. You may need that financing, but yeah. you can't get any of that if you're not understanding how important the money part of, of your business, the financial part and the structure of your business is. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So really important stuff. Uh, I find numbers sexy as all heck because that's how the money's coming into your bank. <laughs> but I could be I could be a little biased because that's my feel, but I find it sexy, man. <laughs> I think numbers you, are sexy. Sexy money is sexy when it's coming. Because you know what, Gilbert, I was telling my I was teaching uh, several classes this week, and I was telling them for the new women's business center, and I was telling them that. You put a lot of investment, not just money, but time and energy, your mm -hmm. passion, your love, your you sacrifice your family, you sacrifice your free time yeah. to be in business. For sure. Right? For and sure. so you lose more when you and it's not to say that you know failure means that you you're the worst person in the world, right. but you and you should be learning from that failure. But if you can prevent that failure by just understanding your numbers and understanding mm -hmm. money, yeah. then you would be that far much that for, that much far ahead of the game. Right. And so don't let your numbers be the reason that your business fails. That's basically what I'm no, saying. No, shouldn't be at all. And and if you don't feel like you're competent with your numbers, you want to surround yourself with folks who understand it. Folks like Coach Crystal Mitchell. <laughs> and if, if you don't understand the number, you bring her in, 
have her give you some advice on that and have her coach you on those numbers. But don't leave yourself out on an island not knowing your numbers because I'm telling you, it's going to come back to haunt you. Many of our small businesses saw that happen during COVID. During COVID, when they're trying to get money, they're trying to get a, a, a grant or a, a line of credit or a loan, they couldn't get it because the numbers were not adding up. So just want to let you know, guys. Right. Um, and that was a big critical. thing. Yeah. I was I was just talking to a to a client today, Gilbert, and she was saying, "Oh my God, I I lost out on money because I wasn't registered yet. I wasn't ready, and now you know money is not flowing like it was back in right. 2020 and 2021. Mm -hmm. So now it's back. We're back to regular. This is yeah. normal." And, yeah. and so, you know, now you got to go back. But before, you know, they were throwing money left and right all over. Oh, the place. Yeah. And, and you could utilize that money to grow. And I hope many of you actually did do that. And if you didn't, I'm so sorry, because that opportunity will never come again nope. across your pathway in this nope. whole entire lifetime. That was a once in a lifetime uh, uh, occurrence. And so. So today, that's what we're going to talk about, business and money smarts. And uh, I love this statement of fool and his money will soon depart. That's right. <laughs> um, because that's what happens. And, and, you know, we hear about it. You know, when people talk about, oh, if I win the lottery, I'm going to do this, this, and this, and this, and this. But it's yeah. absolutely amazing. The people that have won the lottery has either given it away to everyone that they knew yeah. And not understanding how they were supposed to take that money and let that money last them for a lifetime or uh, they were scammed out of their money or they spent it on frivolous stuff I that think, had no value to it. I think there's some research numbers out there, Crystal, that said about 64 percent of lottery winners end up in poverty. They 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 go broke because. They didn't know how to manage that money. You know, you, you, you're in a situation where you didn't have certain things and then all of a sudden you get a lot of those things and then it's, you don't know what to do with it. You know, exactly. so you start messing up. So that's why. And can you imagine that, Gilbert? You didn't spent your whole life poor as, 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 as church mice. Yeah. <laughs> and you finally get your hands on, you know, several million dollars. And you blow it. And you blow it and you back to being within a year or two years or five years of being poorer than a church mouse. <laughs> because... I, I tell you, Crystal, that will never, <laughs> ever happen to me. And I'm going to tell you why it will never happen to me. When I came to this country, Crystal, I came here with $150 in my pocket. $150. Wow. That's all wow. I had. $150. And... When I took the cab from the airport, <laughs> the <laughs> cab driver blocked me. <laughs> he blocked me almost 50% of it. You know, I'm going, what? You know, so I had to live on the remaining balance, you know, before I could go get a job and all of those things. So I, I grew that $150 to what I have today. So I'm telling you, that will never happen to me. <laughs> I'm very frugal, man. Very frugal. <laughs> because you live the experience. So oh, that's yeah. what we want you as business owners. And a lot of times, you know, Gilbert, businesses say, oh, I could do, my business could really grow if I had X amount of dollars. And I'm going to tell you from my experience as um, um, 
accounting in, in, in the bookkeeping space, I have worked with companies and one company in particular, they were able to acquire $12 million in, in, in investment monies. And they blew through $12 million oh, in one year. That's in the dot-com days, right? That was in the dot-com days. But oh, that's man. just not in the dot-com days because, you know, Gilbert, uh, that young lady, uh, the, the, the Theranos, the one that created the blood testing, her name was Elizabeth Holmes. Yeah. They've been doing yeah. That. Hey, yeah. Kevin. Uh, hey, they've been Kevin. Doing, they've been doing a, a thing on HB, uh, Hulu about her. It's called The Dropout. So if you guys haven't watched it, you really should watch it. Yeah. She acquired about $9 million mm -hmm. in her company. And at the end of the day, now she has no money because wow. she created a fraudulent company. Wow. And, um, and she had all these scientists and engineers and, uh, you know, she blew through money. She blew mm -hmm. through the first 6 million, like in a year, within yeah. six months. Yeah. So having money doesn't necessarily mean and and guarantee that you're going to be successful That's and that true. you're going to grow your business. If you don't true. understand yeah. it, it doesn't really matter how much money you have. And that's why in my workshops, Crystal, I have this phrase that says, he who knows how to count his own money gets to keep it. If you know <laughs> how to count your money, believe me, you will keep that thing because if if you can't count it yourself, you bring in experts to help you count that money. You see what I'm saying? Because you don't. What you don't want is you don't want the IRS count your money for you. you no, don't, you don't. You, you, you don't, don't want those scammers out there count your money for you. So you better learn how. Otherwise, hey. you might end up without it. Exactly. So that's what we kind of talked about last week. Is just the all of the areas that you had to really put. Uh, pay attention to today we're going to talk about um building banking relationships because mm -hmm. there will be a point in time in your business when you're going to need some funds for your business so yeah. the first thing we want to say gilbert we were we, we were talking about this so when you're going into business the first areas that you should really uh, be paying attention to is obviously what are you going to offer yeah. Who are going to be your customers? I mean, yeah. who? Yeah, your target market, and how you're going to deliver that to your tar to your 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 target market. And then next, where is your structure of your business? Right, that's very important, and, and mm -hmm. we're going to talk about that as well. But next is where are you going to put your money? <laughs> because oh. I have noticed in my practice. <laughs> that wherever your personal account was, that's generally where you leave your business account. That's true. That is so <laughs> true. That is so true for a lot of the small businesses that I've dealt with. <laughs> so true, man. So not thinking of what the future is going to entail, just thinking, okay, I got an account there. I'm just going to open up another account there as well. Um, there should be some thought into what bank you're putting your money in yeah and not from a brand standpoint but from what bank is going to provide you with the services that you're going to need for your business for the growth and, of your and, business and how the small businesses want to look at 
opening a bank account and choosing a bank for their bank account is I want you to imagine just like you're getting into a relationship with someone, a girlfriend, a boyfriend, a husband, a wife, mm -hmm. that kind of person that you're trying to take on to share your life with you. You're doing all this background check on them. You're making sure that they've got the qualities that you're looking for. You're making sure that they're a good partner. It's the same thing you should do with your bank. Conduct background check on them. Find out, you know, are they, did they discriminate against businesses like yours? Do they dismiss business like yours? You know, do they work with businesses like yours? Do they give you opportunities? And what type of interest rate are they offering in their programs? You know, what other programs do they have to help build small businesses? You want to know those things before you jump in bed and open an account with, with a bank. You do. Unbelievable. And you want to, you want to build a relationship. So you yeah. want to go. And when you're sitting down with the person who's opening your account, you also want them to introduce you to the bank manager. That's right. And, and whoever the business bank, because everyone, I, I'm sure you guys, some of you may know this, retail seems to know this, but other businesses don't, that we each have a representative at the bank that we bank at That's uh, right. from a business standpoint. You don't even have to stand in line where the regular people are standing. Mm -hmm. You can go over to the business uh, line, which is usually hardly anybody over there. So that's why I know that you guys don't know who the people are and what's right. going on. And there's usually one person over there. And usually that person is someone that is um, there is someone that is coming in to get coins for their retail business. That's mm -hmm. that's when that happens. Right. Yeah. So we want to make sure that you understand that, as Gilbert said, business, your bank should include resources. Customer service is right on top of that. Customer service is top. Yeah. And uh, the technology and the services that you need. I personally love the fact that when I go into my bank, they know me by name. That's right. They need to know you by name. <laughs> you don't want to walk in there and they just treating you like another account. You want them to know you by and you want to know them by name as well. So if they don't initiate that, you want to walk in there, you know, hi, Mary, how are you today? You don't know, have a conversation with them. Start talking to them. Exactly. So get to know them because if something goes on, if they know you by name and you need to call, they will take care of it right away. But yeah. if you're just another number, another uh, a banking customer amongst the thousands that they have, they're going to take you kind of through the, the, the run. They're going to run you through the, 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 the procedure as opposed to Miss Crystal, I will get on that right away and I will call you back. Yeah. Right. My bank manager, Crystal, he and I have such, have such a great relationship where I call him up when I need stuff done or I tell him, hey, I'm on my way over to the bank right now. Can you go ahead and get these things ready for me? So when I get there, all I need to do is sign or all I need to do is just you know process things. And he does that for me. You know, I want to have certain reports run, you know, give me a, give me a printout of my activities over the last 60 days. He does those things. You know, that's the kind of relationships we have. Right. My bank. Now, my bank, I over to the to the security guard. They, he meets me at the door. I love it. <laughs> and I then when I come it. in, 
everybody speaks and at that that they have two well they used to have three branches and they all knew me now there's two branches but if i go into the the other branch down downtown la uh they know me as well so they yeah. know who i am uh sometimes i can't if i go in I, my my head is full of stuff i can't yeah. remember their number they're like don't worry about it miss crystal i got it <laughs> miss Mitchell, i got it we we got it we know who you are so this is the relationship so you want to build that banking relationship early yeah. on um then you want to make sure that um that they have all the services you need business credit uh, lines of credit um you want to sit down with these bankers and let them know what your future plans are and these are the reasons why building that relationship is so key because when you're in there and you're talking to the manager or whomever you're talking to about the growth of your business, you're telling them where your business is headed, where it's going, what you're doing. You know, I'm currently uh, negotiating a contract with Metro or whomever right now. Uh, there's this bid that I just won. It's for X amount of dollars. When, when they're hearing those things and they're seeing that there's potential growth in your business, now they want to get involved. Now they want to say, okay, how can we help you? Well, right. here's how you can help me. We need a line of credit for about 100000 or 150000 Then they start looking at you, what you have and what, what you've got going because those are the types of things that's going to help move you along. Right. And and look at adding, increase your business efficiency with that bank. So add on more business services with them. Um, um, you know, open up maybe a payroll account and as opposed to everything coming through one account. So yeah. having a savings account, having a CD account. So because banks are in business as well and mm -hmm. they make their money off of your money. That's yeah. That's how that's their business model. So the more activities that are going on there uh, that you have and services you have with them, uh, the more uh, bankable you become as a as a, uh, 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 a customer to them. Yes. So and they you know, they may be the you may be a, a VIP customer and they will give you a call when they have new loan pro pro uh, uh, products coming out or new products yeah. that will better serve your your business. But if they don't know who you are, they cannot do that. Right. So just to know that then I am going to have to say this because of the nature of what I do for a living. Make sure your bank's accounts are reconciled. It prevents. Yeah cyber uh, uh, um, Attack uh, and... attacks on your account. Because yeah. if you don't know what's going on in your bank, because you're not reconciling the bank ever on a monthly basis or a frequent basis, but definitely monthly basis, uh, and you only go, you're, somebody comes into your books at the end of the year in order to prepare yourself for your, you for taxes. And, but along the line, all kinds of havoc could have been taking place in your bank. And yeah. if you have a large bank balance, it's sometimes it's hard to see little monies coming out of your bank. You always wonder how the heck can someone, uh, uh, accountant or bookkeeper or or some manager that has access, office manager that has access to your bank account, how they can embezzle money. The only way I know that happens is that you leave it completely up to someone else to interact on it. And you never, ever look at the accounts. And then you come along and realize, whoa, they didn't take it all my money. And that you happens know, more often than not. 
You know, quick story here, Crystal. I had a client that I've been telling for years that they need to uh, look at their bank statement every month when they need to conduct their balance sheet and profit and loss statement, generate the, the balance sheet and profit and loss statement every month so they know what's going on. Now, oh, I don't need to do that. I got my 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 accountant or my bookkeeper that takes care of this. And I said, you know, even though you have this person, you still need to provide oversight. You need to know what's going on in those accounts because, you know, if there's an error made on the, the bookkeeper's part, then at least you can catch it and then you guys can reconcile it. Oh, no, 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 I don't need to do that. Well, 12 months later, <laughs> he calls me up and he's complaining. He's going, hey, my bookkeeper took $25,000 out of my account and went to Mexico. I said, this is exactly what I've been trying to tell you. You need to work inside. And, and the bookkeeper was taking out a little bit every yeah. month. <laughs> taking a little bit, right? And then when it adds up to 25 grand, that person decides to, okay, I'm going to go. Because the reason the bookkeeper left because they know, okay, at the end of the year, you're going to do taxes, you're going to reconcile all of these things, and they're going to find out that I took this money. Right. You know, it was crazy, crazy. So all of a sudden, he's going, oh, I, I wish I had listened to you. Well, it's too late. <laughs> hindsight, hindsight, yeah, hindsight. So, yes, making sure. Now, here's what happens. And you might find it, some people might find it a nuisance. So where I bank, Anything that comes in that has a foreign address in my at my bank, I get a note, a text, and it says, yeah. uh, "Are these uh, transactions that you initiated?" I love we that. See, we see that it has a foreign, you know, because the apps sometimes are created in other countries, right? Yeah. And yeah. we see that this potential that is this yours. And yeah. so I always respond, yes, that's fine. Um, but there was one time they I received a phone call from them to say, uh, are you in Oregon? And I was like, no, I'm not. And they're like, oh, somebody's using your bank card or using, trying to use a, a, your the number. I'm not sure yeah. how they got it because they didn't have my card. How right. they got, they're using and charging something in Oregon. So yeah. where are you? And I said, I'm in Los Angeles. So that's where you live. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's not me. Well, we'll shut right. everything down because something is happening. So there were several fraudulent charges that were trying to come through. So they called me to make sure. They didn't even send a text this time. They yeah. called me. See, that again lends itself to having that good relationship with your bankers because then they see that. They don't. They know it's not you. They just talked to you yesterday. Right. They know you're not in Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> so those are just amazing things, guys, that you really need to do with your business. You know, establish that relationship, man. And consistency. So they kind of knew how I did business. They, they you yeah. know, they're, they're just like I do on the other side of it. I see how my, my I. I can tell exactly how a business is doing just by how the transactions are going in their business. Yeah, right? And you see yeah. the same, you see a consistency, the same repeat tra uh, transactions that happen month after month after month. Yeah. And so the banks also recognize that. And mm -hmm. so when they see something coming in, but if you have no relationship with your bank, then they're not going to be making phone calls to you. Right. It's going right. to be too late by the time you catch it. Uh, because especially now, you know, what's going on in Russia is really imperative. If you guys take nothing from the day, 
check your bank accounts right now because yeah. the the uh, Russian hackers are at their all-time high. And as this yeah. war continues on, this is going to become a major problem. So you want to make sure. And that lends me to the next conversation is avoiding scams and fraud. Yeah. Uh, I notice that the over 50 crowd is not uh, they you know for for first of all they're not all that tech savvy yeah and so the hackers know that they're not that tech savvy and so you are the target yes and so and you have money you have bank accounts you have savings accounts you have this and that so you need to get tech savvy so that you understand what's happening and i have to say if you're in business, it's cool to use the e-commerce um, uh, uh, point of services systems. It's okay, but you have to be really diligent about which one. Don't use all of them. Use one sure. or two and make sure that those one or two are secure. Yes. <clears throat> because, um, and make sure you understand what their policies are on the other side. I tend to use a PayPal for those convenient type of PayPal or Stripe uh, because they have some regulations on the backside. So if you think something is fraudulent that has come through PayPal, you notify PayPal immediately, immediately and they'll put a heart to it being drawn out of your account or they will pull it back. Yeah. And so that way you can protect your stuff. Or I know you use all, uh, authority net. Authorize that Author, authorized net. So, yeah. you know, making sure that whatever money processing uh, systems that you're using, merchant processing systems that you're using, that they're secure. Don't just assume. Yeah. Do your background check to make yeah. sure. And I would even suggest doing a little uh, research through Yelp or uh, the Better Business Bureau to make sure because things can happen. And again, that's money. Once it comes out, it's gone. Yeah. If yeah. you're using some of these other, um, um, and just don't be, uh, just because it comes in your email and it looks good, it don't mean that is it good. So, uh, no. fast money is never good, in my opinion. Yeah, that's how yeah. I feel. Uh, so yeah, we, we need to be real vigilant as small businesses, man. We, we need to be on top of our business, our money, and our operations, right. And if someone's calling you, I know you guys know this. If someone's calling you, even on your business line, don't assume that they're right. In, in the very beginning, when my bank would text me or call me and say something was going on, I'd call them and say, uh, did you just call me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling you. I'm not calling the number they told me to call. I'm calling my branch and say, did yeah. you just call me? Because <laughs> yeah. yeah. I wanted to make sure. So. Make sure of that. Be careful of donating to false charity, fake charities that's going on right now. Um, make sure that supplies that you're ordering, that there's new, no duplicates. So check with the companies. I just saw, uh, where is this? At Stanford? I think it was Stanford. A uh, Someone in their administration, they... they we're able to do the double billing thing and close to a million dollars 
Wow. And and they were buying houses more than that. It must have been wow. much more than that because they were buying houses and cars and they just got they just tracked it down just now. And mm -hmm. this has been going on for a number of years. And the thing about that is when those people get caught, there's not the punishment, it's not really that great. So it's like they make up like a bandit twice over because they rip you off as a consumer and then they don't get penalized long enough to make it worth anything. Right. It's crazy. Yeah. No, no, it really doesn't happen. And so tips for making sure that you're keeping track of your money, guys. Uh, reconcile your bank statements uh, monthly at a minimum. Uh, with QuickBooks now, you can act, or most of the softwares, you can actually do bank feeds. So you can really do day-to-day reconciliation you just go in and look at your account online you can look at it actually will update into your your accounting system to your quickbooks system or wave or whichever you're using and you can see the transactions and then that way you can jump on them in a timely manner make sure if you see any discrepancies reach out to your bank immediately banks make mistakes as well they do their reconciliation at night and most of the time it's done by humans and so they can make a mistake i i've known personally i've seen it with clients where if you bank with a certain bank um uh money you what you thought you had deposited had been deposited into somebody else's account and then of course now checks are bouncing in yours so make sure when you go to make a deposit the next that night or that next day make sure that it went into your account and address that right away verify the amounts paid on your checks um uh, make sure that you wrote them um and retain records uh, to especially if you're doing remote uh, deposits uh, scanning software today. So make sure, yes, it's a convenience, but stuff happens. Exactly. And um, they have, the, there's something else you want to pay attention to, folks. Um, if money's been sent to you electronically, you want to make sure you know what options you're choosing to get that money to you. If you use the ACH method, then there isn't any cost, shouldn't be any cost to you. But if you use a wire transfer method, then it's going to jack your account at least $10. So you want to know that for every transaction. So if you have That's 10 true. transactions, yeah, if you got 10 transactions coming in through the wire transfer, that's going to be $10 per transaction. That's a hundred bucks. You, you want to be on top of those things too. So that's why what Crystal is saying is so key. You really, really want to pay attention to your account like a hawk. You want to count your money. Again, like <laughs> I said, if you don't know how to count your money, someone else will count it. Gregory, Gregory yeah, depending on the bank, they can be between, between $25 and $35. Yeah, Gregory. Um, that's why I use uh, um, uh, my accounting uh, QuickBooks. I use QuickBooks for my business. And yeah. you can actually get paid through that system. You send the link, they, they pay you through that. Uh, it's like 2.75% or 2.9% of yeah. whatever that amount coming in. Far, wow. far better than $25 for every transfer oh, or $35 because that stuff does add up. So yeah. I use that system. And also, if you use a system like that, and as opposed to waiting for payments, um, you can get paid faster. So yeah. that then the tap, the turnaround for your cash flow is much better and it works right. in your on your behalf and not on their behalf. So uh, I'm make sure it easy. 
I'm sure Greg Greg Sneed, you you've been working in this financial industry for a while. You probably have come across some anomalies that you can share with us, right? So go ahead and put some stuff in the chat so we can see, you know, some of the things that some misconceptions or some myths <laughs> that people have and that could hurt their their bank accounts. So Go ahead and do that. For and us. I also heard Gilbert during the pandemic. Um, this was through um, Stephen Turner because he's in the insurance part of the financial world. And early on, and then another friend of mine, he's in the retirement piece. Early on during the pandemic, you could pull money from your 401k and not be penalized. That's oh, really? Short moral window and yeah. also you could borrow from your your insurances your life insurances and that could have tied you over as well without penalty on the other side of it Ooh, so uh, again being connected and having relationships with your financial team is really important and included yeah. in that financial team is your insurance agent um um and and your um uh, besides your bookkeeper and your CPA and your attorney, they also mm -hmm. beneficial. Greg says bank fees are higher with commercial banks, especially B of A. So yeah, again, making true. sure that your um, the bank that you're going to put your money in is the bank meet that meets your needs. I, you know, it's so amazing. Yeah, credit unions are great resources, especially if they have business accounts. And they usually, if you have a relationship with them. And isn't it amazing, Gilbert? Most people with credit unions have a relationship with the credit union. Yes, exactly. exactly. But they have no relationship with the bank with the that bank. they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> that is so amazing, man. That is so amazing. The credit unions, you feel that they're your friends. Yeah. And so you go in and you talk to them and you yeah. chit chat with them when you need a bank loan or what yeah. have you. Um, yeah. But not with your bank. So you want to make sure with your bank that you are, hey, Robert. Glad you join us, Robert Foster. We he's hey, Robert, tennis, how you doing, buddy? Welcome to Business Zone. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just amazing to me. So make sure. But here's the thing: if I'm banking, if I'm a successful business and I have hundreds of thousands of dollars in my bank, my business checking account, and then I have other um, and not large to get transferred to other and not and not that that's large true. yeah that's true that um yeah that's true um but if i am banking with a comp with a bank and it and it, i'm in need of money and i go to that bank where i've been banking for years and they tell me no mm -hmm. that i am not a good candidate <laughs> And I've been I'm, putting all my money over I'm here. taking my money out of there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking my money out of there, man. <laughs> that makes no sense to me. Why would you leave it there? You're helping them you build it? their empire and they're telling you, hey, you're not you're you're not worthy. Your money is right. okay to us. And it's okay if I maybe I'm not bank loan ready right now, but okay. Right now we can't, but let's have a conversation yeah. and let's, let's sit down and talk about what we need to do to get you in that place. This is mm -hmm. what we need to do. Yeah. Here's your manager. Here's your bank branch manager. Yeah. Here's your bank representative and they're going to work with you. So just know guys, this is your money. Yeah. 
they're not doing you a favor by letting you put your money in their bank. And also, right? also, folks, you want to know that when you're selecting a bank, when you go to a bank to open an account, you are not sub subordinate to them. You don't go in there going, please, can I open a bank account with your bank? No, you are interviewing them to see <laughs> if that's a good place for you to put your money. That's what you're doing. And if, 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 if you say, well, while my business is growing, can I speak to you about obtaining a line of credit? Say, well, we don't really do that. Oh, really? All right. Well, you're no longer a good candidate for me. I'm moving on to the next bank. And that's right. how it should be. Yeah. Yes. You have to have input in with the bank. So I'm going to highly recommend if you guys don't go tomorrow or go, not tomorrow, go on Monday. Ask is your, if, you know, be introduced to the branch manager Find out who your representative is at the bank. Get their contact information. Make an appointment. Now, I don't know what's going to... And this is important now because banks are going to non-people type of interactions, now, <laughs> a virtual interaction. Yeah. So I don't know how you make a, create a relationship with a virtual bank. So you it's all about the computer. So you yeah. want to start that now because down the line, that is going to be... Um, how some banks are doing. Bank of America's uh, like that. I remember again when I was standing in line at Bank of America. It was around Christmas. Um, I was banking. I was going to do something for a client of mine, and so I'm standing there, and no holiday decorations, no nothing. It was just just a farming of long lines of people uh, right at the front at the counter. Um, Today, people rob people. They said, oh, day people rob banks. Today, the banks rob people. I agree with that. Um, but I was standing in line, and then there was a little old man. He was sitting up at the front of, and there was one of those automatic tellers sitting right there at the teller counter, right? Yeah, yeah. No privacy. This yeah. man is having to discuss his business, not in some little cubby hole off wow. the lobby. He yeah. was sitting right there in direct line with the line that the teller, having That's this crazy. conversation about his finances, yeah. um, trying to get an understanding of where his money was and all. And I think there was some sort of fraudulent stuff happening with and, him. And you know they were asking him about his account number too. Right? Uh, all of that information <laughs> was being having, and he's older, so he's trying to talk to the phone, yelling yeah. at the phone. Yeah. And so a re bank rep came up and she says, "Are you?" They were going through the line and said, "Are you a customer of of, of B of A?" I said, "I'm not, but my client is." So I'm. Uh, do I was think I was making a deposit for them. It's like, yeah. well, where's your account? You don't have an account here? I said, no, I don't. And there's like, would you like an open, open an account here? I'm looking around like, Heck hell no. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, y'all got one little stream of Christmas lights. I go to my bank around the corner. We got a whole Christmas tree <laughs> and a wreath. <laughs> Uh, and and on top of that, you go back next two months, you don't see that same employee there anymore. You, you know, don't see like, that employee every there. two months they get rid of their employees, man. It's right. like, I, like they know me by name. The the, the the security guard knows me by name. Everybody knows. No, I'm going back over there to my neighborhood uh, Cheers <laughs> Bank <laughs> when they know me by name. Like, no, this, this is what you. <laughs> <laughs> 
are you matching funds with my deposit <laughs> right so right right exactly. so no so you guys so basically again this this segment is about being money smart understanding yeah. uh business literacy so it thought has to go into where you have your money the people that you have your money uh that are uh, custodians of your money such as banks and so forth they mm -hmm. should be there for you when you need them you yeah. shouldn't have to beg yeah right they should be there for you um yeah. so one we just want to make sure as gilbert says make sure you understand that when you go to interview your bank yeah yeah okay so yeah. that's what i have to say on literacy now i'm gonna turn it over to gilbert because gilbert is going to talk about safekeeping the documents <laughs> that's right that's right many small businesses man they safe keep their documents in some boxes in their office or or in the home somewhere and those documents sit there and then they sit there so long that they forgot where those documents are so that's why you see many small businesses are always scrambling around trying to find their documents and research has shown that small businesses it costs them over 500 million dollars every year trying to find misplaced documents or documents that they didn't have they're not sure if they have but they know it should be there or trying to uh create documents because if you had the documents before and you know you had it but you can't find it now you got to recreate that document so if it's for example if it's your if it's your fictitious business name then you got to go back and file it again and you know it costs you time money and resources so yes we want to make sure that as small businesses you have some kind of digital platform digital platform to store your documents so you can easily access those documents in seconds now I know some of you may say that there is a lot of other platforms out there. I'm not going to name names, but, you know, there are some that you've been using and you think it's okay. What you don't realize is that those platforms, they don't remind you when your documents are getting ready to expire. So that is a key thing for you to want to have, just like you're interviewing the banks to make sure that, they're going to provide you the type of resources and access the opportunities that you're looking for to grow your business it's the same way you got to look at digital platforms out there to see which one is really going to provide me that access to my documents quickly and have it available in zero time that's what you're trying to do so our platform that we present to many of our small businesses, Small Biz Pro, is a platform that you can use. And, and the reason this platform is so critical, as a business owner, many small businesses are not sure what documents they need to run the business. They're not sure. This platform tells you what documents you need to have in place to run your business, which is really, really key for you, the small business owner. Because... You're in such a hurry running your business, trying to generate money, trying to take care of your customers, trying to do the things you do. So you don't really have, have, have time to, to pay attention to the back office as to what documents you should have or whether or not those documents are present. So that's the, one of the things that we want you to pay attention to. Have an electronic, a digital system 
that will allow you to store and monitor your documents so you can access it in seconds. Now, I have a client that, you know, she did a workshop. She did a workshop for me, right? And then as, uh, so Crystal has a platform right up there on the screen so you guys can see it. This is a platform, Small Biz Pro. You guys can go here and what I'm going to do, I'm going to put a link in the chat that you guys can use. This is a, a, a free 10-day trial that you guys can try out this platform. Check it out. See what it's all about. And if you like it, you, you contact me. Let me know, and I'll, I'll get you guys set up in it so you can run your business. But this, this uh, uh, client of mine, she did a workshop. And after she conducted the workshop, now it's time for her to get paid. So the first thing she did was to put together her invoice and submitted her invoice. But everyone who everyone knows if you're in this space, if you're in the consulting space, you know, and you're in professional services, you know that when you perform a task, the first thing they're going to ask you for is your invoice. And the second thing they're going to ask, well, I, sh I should say the other way around. The first thing they're going to ask you for is a W-9, a Form W-9. They're going to ask you for that because IRS requires that. So on that form, you're going to state your business name, your EIN number, a business address. You're going to sign it, date it, bam, send it to them so they can pay you your money. Well, this person submitted her invoice and didn't have a W-9 filled out. So she had to go back and forth, back and forth with the, the contract provider to pay her her money. Now, if you had a digital system with this form already available and there for you, you could just easily send a W-9 along with your invoice and you'd be paid in a short period of time. So these are some examples of why you guys need a digital system. Now, sometimes you guys are on the road and this was one of her problems. She was on the road traveling to client to client, so she couldn't get back in the office to prepare her W-9 and send it, send it out. With this, with our platform, you guys already create your W-9. If you don't know where to find it, we have some templates and some sample documents when you log into the system and you go to the dashboard and you choose business management. Underneath that, it shows you the four segments, the four sectors of your, your back office. And the one that you're going to go to for this form is going to be on the general operations management. So that's what you want to do. You want to be able to access that. Um, Greg said, I do not use mobile banking on my phone, uh, only from a desktop PC. That, that helps things to be secure. Gregory, that's, that's a good what I point. Do. I'm more comfortable with PC as opposed yeah. to um, because you could be walking by and somebody can snatch and you know, you know, you don't oh, want yeah. to be a conspiracy theorist, but somebody can yeah. just snack it out, snatch it out of the airways. And yeah. so I feel much more comfortable when I'm at um, I'm at my desktop doing this. Exactly. And see, that's what this thing does for you. It allows you to access it from your desktop, wherever you are, you know, your desktop, your, your smartphone, your tablet, whatever, to, to, to get the information out there in seconds. As a matter of fact, we were counting how long it would take to tran transmit the document, Crystal. Six mm -hmm. seconds. That's how long it takes. Six seconds to get your document from your from wherever you are in the cloud 
to right. your, your your client or your your contract provider. So you guys want to be able to do that. So keep that in mind. Your balance sheet, your profit and loss, and I'm sure Crystal is going to talk a little bit about that too. Your oh, Tivoli Garden. <laughs> What's that? Like walking walk with a water cat. <laughs> Just waiting to be robbed. <laughs> Tivoli Garden is a community, right, in Jamaica. It's like oh, a hood. It's oh. a hood, right? <laughs> in Jamaica. And it's all, mm. you know, gangsters and all of that. So that's what he's, Greg is saying. That's like walking around with a wad of cash in Tivoli Gardens. <laughs> you, you are a attraction. Yes, <laughs> you are, yes exactly. You are, you're like hanging, low-hanging fruit for the gangsters. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So you guys definitely, you want to have a digital platform that will help you not only with just your financial documents, but all your documents in your, in your, in your organization. Now, one thing else I want to put out there, and if this doesn't convince you, I don't know what else will convince you. But you know when you go to the store, hardware store like uh, Home Depot, Lowe's, or even Costco, you go to Costco to buy office supplies or whatever, you get a receipt. That receipt, if you look at that receipt again in like two weeks, the information on that receipt is gone. It disappears. I don't know how they create those receipts that way, but they disappear. Now, when you put it in this digital platform, we're talking about Small Biz Pro, it keeps it forever, forever. So you can refer back, you know, even if you're going to do your taxes or whatever, you've got that receipt in there. So, yes, exactly. guys, that's really what we're talking about. Right, exactly. So you want to, and, and Gilbert, I can tell you about receipts because I have had clients uh, deliver uh, receipts to me. Uh, and shoe boxes, right? And, and shoe boxes and, <laughs> and plastic bags and, 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 and over a year. And, yeah. and of course, the, the receipts didn't stuck all together. And, yeah. And, and so they then created double impressions on the receipts or it just disappeared totally. It's like, well, if that was a deduction, it is no longer a deduction because it's exactly. invisible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Greg, Gregory said that it's a thermal printing and, and the heat wipes, wipes out off print. The, right. So which is unbelievable, you, you know. So there you go. So you don't have so what we think is uh um what we think is a self a safe proof it is not so right. these platforms are created to make sure that when someone asks you for this information all you have to do is go and upload and it will keep you uh it'll keep you in tune i mean uh um keep you notified of what is due when it's due and you have a central location for all of your documents really important for nonprofits because a lot of times we we run into issues getting uh our tax doc documents and the secretary of state documents and mm -hmm. uh they don't necessarily always inform you of that secretary of state uh document so you're always mm -hmm. late um yeah. Now, with your business registration fee, if you don't get it in by a certain date, then they're going to jack you up, as, as exactly. people say. So everybody's always looking for a way to take your money from you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and even with the nonprofits, Crystal, many nonprofits, they live off grants, right? So right. you may be applying for a grant as a nonprofit, and one of the questions on there is, 
provide us your meeting minutes for the last three years or the last two years. Now, you may not have access to that because wherever you are preparing this proposal, you may not have access to the file in your office. This digital platform has this available for you guys in the cloud. You can access it you know, using any of your mobile devices or your desktop, whatever, and you can get that to them or include it in your grant. So that's something else, guys, you want to think about. And what the platform does, it reminds you 90 days before these documents expire. 90 days, it sends you notice, hey, this document is going to expire. You know, do you want to renew it now? And you may not be ready, and it will just stay there, and it keeps reminding you. 60 days, it reminds you again. 30 days, it reminds you, and it keeps reminding you until the last day. So these are things that small businesses need because they're so busy trying to generate revenues. They don't have time to think about these documents, and this will prevent documents from expiring on you. I see Jasmine Haley checking in. She said, happy Friday, everyone. Hey, Jasmine. How are you? Happy Friday, yeah. Jasmine. So again, this is part of that your business financial literacy, making sure that you're staying top of um, so that when opportunities show up or when crises appear in front of you, you have resources, you have um, you have options. And without options, it's very difficult to run a business. So, Crystal, you want to talk to them a little bit about PNL and bal and and, and uh, balance sheet, right? So, after you guys have gone through and you your books are reconciled at the end of the year, um, or because you've reconciled every month at the end of the year, so then you run a, a profit and a loss statement, and that profit and a loss statement will let you know. Um, well, uh, how you did, you know, what is the, how did the business do during the year? How much money did you make? How much money did you spend? Where did you spend your most money? Um, how much were your cost of goods? And you'll get an understanding of what that ratio to, to running a business, especially if you're using um, cost of goods, you have cost of goods. It lets you know what the ratio to your gross uh, profit is. And then also how much money you're spending in, 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 in fixed expenses, which are things like mortgages, which is um, um, utilities. your utilities, your rent, things like that. I was, I was working with a client the other day, uh, just taught them how to use and get everything into WAVE software, mm -hmm. to an accounting software. Mm -hmm. We ran the report. They did a fantastic job. I was yeah. very proud of them. They ran a report. We ran a report, and I said, "Whoa, is this the correct amount for the rent?" And so they said, "Yes, that's how much." I went, "Whoa!" So just the rent alone had them in the hole. Dang. But they have a job, so the job was actually paying the rent. I said, "So now, let's look at these numbers. The highest." You know, she had the, the person had uh, consultants to do some training. She has a, a school, do some yeah. training for her, but she was paying so much for the facility. I yeah. said, so you are either going to have to increase your prices or you're going to have to just to break even, just to pay for your, your, your rent for the location you're in to even break even there. Yeah. But the goal is to have a profit. So looking at what you see here, she goes, whoa. I said, so this is your first year in business, second year in business. But the first year was like 
pandemic. So that doesn't count. So first year would really be the 2021. And so I said, so now for 2022, you, I hope you have some things in place that you can start recouping or at least be able to break even on your monthly expenses. Cause you can't keep running a business like this. Right. Right. Cause you're going to run it right into the hole and is you're never all the money is going into this empty pot like the money pit and yeah. it's not creating any so that was that's why you run a PL is to find out exactly what is the ratios of your of your expenses uh where you are in real time yeah the, the, she was gonna need a money tree uh <laughs> Greg says you're gonna need a money tree but where you are right now then the balance sheet is kind of giving you an overall view of 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 the assets and the liabilities that your company has mm -hmm. uh, so i was working intently with both profit and loss statements this week and balance sheets i have a yeah. co company going public so i had to go in and make some adjustments to the balance sheet to make sure it reflected the stock warrants that they were issuing so i had to make some make sure everything was in the right place and for me when i've done the books and reconcile. So reconciliation is one way for me to know that everything has been accounted for on the bank statement and in QuickBooks. So that's my, that, that's, that helps me solidify that when I run the PL, all the monies and all the monies coming in and the monies going out has been documented. Right. Yeah. You know what I notice also crystal, when I deal with many of my small businesses, when you're telling them about their profit and loss statements and you know what it should look like so they can end up with a profit you know they're ah, yeah i don't need to listen to that you know end of year i'm gonna have a profit anyway so when you take the the information on the, the profit and loss statement so let's let's use rent as an example because mm -hmm. you you mentioned that rent was super high for this one uh client so mm -hmm. let's say the rent is forty thousand and sales is a hundred thousand right mm -hmm. you're gonna take the the expense you always divide your sales into your expenses so you take the forty thousand, you divide a hundred thousand into the forty thousand, and you get to see what percentage off sale is your rent you start saying oh my god my rent is 40 percent on sales my right. rent alone that gets small business paying attention because now they're going oh my god i can't believe that so i'm paying so much to rent so right i always put the little percentages right beside the expense amount and also the the income amount on the on the the, the sales amount on the, on the profit and loss statement that opened their eyes yeah, yeah it opened so you can see the percentage same thing with real with same thing with payroll yeah. you know on an average payroll could be 30 40 50 percent of your um of your of your income of your yeah. expenses right yeah. um and then you take 40 percent of that for your for your pay uh for your rent yeah. all very fixed expenses and that you yeah. can't unless you fire everybody <laughs> and and operate your business in the, in your home or in the hallway yeah. uh those of but you're under contract so or like greg said keep two two sets of books right? yeah two sets of books the books the books for the man <laughs> and the books for the other man <laughs> and i tell greg that's in big business they always have two sets of books um <laughs> 
especially in uh uh unethical businesses yeah right. yeah but but that 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 balance sheet and that p l can really give you the true story of your yes. business yeah. and it can help you and i always tell a client when i'm teaching them how to use account uh, quickbooks i always tell them so now run the report so when yeah. you run the report if we see Things that jump out you at you on a PL is anything negative. There should be no negatives in your in, on your PL unless right. it's at the bottom. Yeah. And it's after you didn't deducted your expenses from your from your from your net pay uh, uh yeah. revenue yeah. profit, then that could be negative, but within the body of it, never. I said, so yeah. if you see that, you know that you've not put something in the right place. So right. that right. Get, makes you check. And the same thing. Um, when you run your profit and loss, checking and seeing, you know, if your bank statements, I mean, if the credit card statements are uh, and the bank loans are equivalent to the statements that you receive right, from those entities. Right. So so this is a way to make sure that you're running your business um, um, and staying on top of what's happening in your business. So we don't let our finances uh one for the banker and the other one for the eye for the iris <laughs> true that um iris. But, but 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 i must say to you business owners so it's more to running a business than just selling the product yep it is yep. so much more to it and if you can master i i listen to warren buffett and i just that man is just you know is he 90 something years old or 87 years old and he's been yeah. in business forever and yeah. his advice is always watch your money mm -hmm. invest in, in 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 businesses that you've studied and that yeah. are doing well yeah um if it's too good if it's it, what do you say if it's too good to be true it's too good to be true <laughs> 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 He's like a wise old old, you know, the yeah. old, old old. <laughs> yeah, he is just like so. Don't be falling for the okie doke. That yeah. he don't like fast talkers. He yeah. said, yeah. So, uh, and if he doesn't, in his mind, if he doesn't understand it, then he can't invest in it. So, yeah. Listen to these guys. These yeah. his friend Charlie. Charlie's even more uh cantankerous than he is. <laughs> these are billionaires, these yeah. are people that have lived their whole life running regular business, not fancy businesses, regular business, like and you that, and I are running. That means they've stumbled along the way and they learned some things the hard way as well. So Right. You know, we, we need to learn from that. And, you know, we want our small businesses to really start paying attention to their financial statements and, and, and the business. You have to pay attention. That's the only way you'll become a more competent business owner and a more responsible business owner. You got to pay attention to those financials. Right. So so that is our presentation for uh, Financial Literacy Month. Get, uh, Greg, financial guru, any wise words of wisdom you want to tell a person for the personal, how to manage <laughs> their money personally? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so important to understand that money, you can't get rich not understanding how money works. Yeah, you got to know, you got to know. And, you know, like like I said, we're here, folks. We're here to help you, guide you guys along. Don't feel too proud to ask for help because I remember, I, I myself, I know a lot of stuff about a lot of stuff, but I still don't know enough about some of the stuff out there. So 
I reach out to folks. And one of the things you want to do is to get yourself an advisory team. Get an advisory team on your on your team, okay? You want to get someone in the banking field as an advisor. You want to get someone uh, you know, in, in the attorney field as an advisor. You want to get someone who is knowledgeable on the economy as an advisor because those are folks that can tell you about trends. They can tell you about things that's coming down the pike or things that happened in the past. And you know everything in life is cyclical. You know, whatever happened 10, 20 years ago, will be happening again look look at look at covid right we had the polio and we had uh the syphilis scare and all of those things back in the day right yeah. and it comes back full the, the black plague and all of that right it comes back full circle with covid this time so everything that happened before will happen again it's not a guess it's not a prediction it's something that it's is a reality. Yeah. I actually, I actually heard Gilbert the other day. I was listening, reading something, and they were talking about COVID, and everybody said, you know, it was fake and all that sort of stuff. And they were saying, actually, the Spanish flu never went away. Yeah, they just contained it. So exactly. the, the the flu shot that you get, yeah, anybody is getting their flu shot. That is actually the techno is the Spanish flu shot. Wow. And that That's is still amazing. killing people. So That's we think amazing. that it just disappeared. So yeah. the pandemic, the COVID is not going to disappear. It's just right. going to, and at this point, it's metamorphosing into other stuff. But um, you have to take precautions to understand <laughs> uh, what's happening. Right, you see, so you see Greg's advice there, Greg. Yeah, his advice, Greg. he charges. He said, "Go over there to Crystal and Gilbert. They <laughs> <laughs> learn from them." Thank you, Greg. We appreciate it. <laughs> we appreciate we'll, you, brother. <laughs> we'll send you paying clients. <laughs> but um, but you cannot run your business without paying attention to your financials. Yes, and you have I, to. You have to, and as I said earlier. You don't want to invest all your time, your energy, your money, make the sacrifices that you made and not pay attention to your money. You know, Crystal, maybe we should go over this little quick quiz here on your in your PowerPoint, the one about on slide number 10 uh, of true or false questions about starting a business or running a business. The one for the instructor, the Oh, uh, let me see. Yeah. Have to see it. So um, yeah, so that that's basically guys. Um, do I see it? Uh bank on the banking slides. Yeah, uh, so we, 42 minutes to happy hour. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. if you have questions, so in, in the in the money pieces is interesting because people never want to talk about money. They yeah. never want to talk about what they don't know about money. They, sure. they they prefer to just to stay in um what is it slide which was what, what number? So slide number ten, the true or false uh, slides. It has ten questions on it about you know is is starting a business is that right for you? You know ah I, I think, okay yeah it, yeah if, if owning a business is a good fit for you, I think that's something that every now and again folks need to go over because sometimes when we take things for granted, we don't pay attention to the to simple stuff that we need to pay attention to. So this right here, 
Uh, this is really an easy one. Thank you, one. Greg. We'll see you next week. Thank you, Greg. Appreciate right. you. Bye. Appreciate you joining us, my brother. So, <laughs> so on here, did down. you find it? Did you find I it, Kristen? So let okay, me um, pull it up. Oops. Go over here to slide 10. Give me a minute. So, um, whoops. And do this. Okay. So I think this will help to provide like a little refresher to many entrepreneurs as to why they started their business and why they feel it's a good idea. All right. There you so, go. Right. So starting a business could be a huge personal sacrifice to your family. So you have to answer that Is question. That true or false? True or false. Um, there are a lot of emotional ups and downs to running a business that there are. True uh, or false. Yeah, that's true. You have to get it right every time. Uh, that's that's not so true because right. I, I always tell my clients of my classes that there is no perfection until you actually get the business in front of your particular your target market. They will let right. you know when you've got it right. They will let you know when you got it wrong. And sometimes we try to get things right, even though we didn't get it right, but it still allow your business to operate and function. So. And sometimes when you don't get it right, that's a learning experience that you take to the next phase. So Exactly. Right. Do you need a big cash reserve to be successful? We already talked about this. No, you do not. No, you um, don't. You just need to know how to use the cash that you got. <laughs> know how to count your money. <laughs> know how to count your money. You don't know how to count it, someone else will count it for you. After about a year, you can relax, enjoy your, your profits, not even close. <laughs> Five it, years. It's like running in a race, Crystal. It's like being an athlete. You're running in a race, and you, you have a, a big commanding lead, and you just start relaxing. You just start no. relaxing because you're thinking they're not going to catch you. Next no. thing you know, someone slips by you and win the race. Yeah. So no, that's what no. that is. Yeah. You guys can, can can visit me over at the new women's business center. I teach a class on that all the time. What you know, when, when what are the steps and the phases of running a business? Uh, number six is easy to get a loan for a great idea. Absolutely false with a capital false. Um, if you have no business traction, no money traction, they don't know you from Adam because you don't have a relationship with your banker. They're not going to give you not one red cent. Nada. <laughs> so ideas are ideas. Opportunities right. are once you've actually acquired and analyzed it to make sure that it's a feasible business model and it can make money. At that yeah. point, you still have to probably wait two to three years in order to be bank ready bank loan ready for yeah. your your banker unless you have some technology that's just off the chain and making money right away still yeah. they want to make sure that you're going to be around for the long haul and most importantly they want to make sure you more than anything else they really want to make sure you're going to pay them back that's all they exactly. that's what they want they want to yeah. know they're getting their money back yeah. So your idea is just that, an idea for them. Yeah. Successful entrepreneurs do it all by themselves. No, they do not. Nope. If they did That's it all why by we need a team. You need a team and some partners and some employees and a whole bunch of that stuff in order to be successful at to be a successful entrepreneur. Um, you will have you will not have a boss. 
Uh, yeah, you do have a boss. He's called <laughs> Uncle Sam. <laughs> and he's called the state of California. And he's called <laughs> the federal government. your new bosses. <laughs> yeah. Those are all your bosses because they tell you how to run the business, what to do, when to do it. <laughs> right. And you will have more freedom, control, and work-life balance. Not in the first five to ten years, you will not. (laughs) Once you're an entrepreneur, you're an entrepreneur 24-7. So you're always thinking of of things you didn't get done that day or things you need to do tomorrow. Right. And it can also, you could be finding yourself working to one or two o'clock in the morning, like I do and like Gilbert does. And Gilbert actually goes further than I do. (laughs) Um, And the last one, I'm going to have to stop to share in order to, um, oh, starting a business is risky. And that was the last question. And you're absolutely right. Starting a business without research, without looking into it, without a business plan, without business model uh, in place without um, uh, uh, the right legal structure for you, without an accounting system, yes, it can be absolutely risky. But if you have those things in place, then you have a better chance of surviving as an entrepreneur. But if you just wing it and fly on the seat of your pants, uh, yes, it's the most riskiest thing you will do in life. (laughs) And and I I thought these 10 bullet points would be so uh, important to many of our viewers so because sometimes we need a little refresher course you know we need a refresh because we overlook something like some of the questions in here you know we know the answer to it but we tend to forget yeah <laughs> we don't want to forget. forget and we <laughs> might be lu- we might have been lucky in the very yeah. beginning we may have yeah. been able to acquire monies and loans and things like that but yeah. uh uh, I don't know. Number five, uh, uh, you can relax and enjoy your profits. But that ain't <laughs> that never happened. happened. Not one yeah, entrepreneur happened, successful or unsuccessful. <laughs> you never relax. Never. Until you get to the top of the pinnacle, there is yeah. no relaxation. And the it's reason, just- the main reason why you never relax is because someone is always out there just waiting to take your lunch. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, when you, in fact, it's more dangerous at the top because everybody know you at the top. So oh, yeah, you're a target. You <laughs> you're a target, man. You're a target. So, no. Because even me right now with my platform, you know, I know there's some other platform or organization, you know, lurking in the background just waiting to jump up there and 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 squash me you know but but you know Gilbert, we tell our clients that we tell them when you're telling them how to start a business know who yeah. your competent who know who your competitors are exactly. um and know who your the new players coming in because if yeah. your business is successful if they've done their homework like you've done their your their your homework yeah. then there is somebody sitting there waiting for you now your job is exactly. to make sure you keep enhancing your your product so that it doesn't get stagnant and, and you don't leave a gap for somebody else. But the minute uh-huh. you do, that's yeah. what you're supposed to do as a business owner. Yeah. You're yeah. supposed to be looking for the gap. You're supposed always to be expecting out. it, man. Always. I'm always expecting it. Yeah. That's why there's no break. You can't relax. <laughs> you can't relax. So, guys, that is our financial literacy for this week. Hope I you hope enjoyed you- it. Yeah, you've been able to take some stuff away and um, we will, uh, I'm going to actually, it's going to be a minute, but I'm going to uh, edit this into different segments because I think it's valuable. 
Yes. And um and and send it out and put it on you'll you guys will see this on LinkedIn and you'll see it. Uh it's on it's streaming live right now on Facebook and on YouTube. So go on over there, check it out, slow it down, take some information, get some notes, reach out to Gilbert and I if you yeah. have any questions and and if you also need some assistance on understanding your money. I'm putting so. my information in the chat right there. So you okay. guys can reach me and Crystal is going to do the same as well. So go ahead. There's my info right there. You got Coach Gilbert Buchanan. That's my number, 888-882-1168. Give me a call. <laughs> and I've actually forgot mine. Let me see, because I haven't used it. It's 7952, I think it is. I know it's 458, right? 458, uh -huh. and then 5952. Oh, thank so, you, Gilbert. <laughs> is it 323, three, 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 yes. right? Uh-huh. Yes, that's, that's my number. Okay. Uh, so reach out to me, um, and you can also email me. And we are here for you. So you are tuned in to the business zone with Gilbert Buchanan, Crystal Mitchell, or yeah. the other way around. But anyway, <laughs> we are here every Friday at three o'clock and we uh, provide you with the information that you need to be successful and to continue to run successful businesses. Uh, tune in to us every week. Tell a friend. Go to our YouTube channel and catch some of the shows that you haven't seen um, uh, yet. We've been on the air this year, six years, and uh, as of J July 8th. And so we are the resources for our small business community. So we want to thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you go over and you subscribe to our uh, Facebook page, our Instagram page, our Twitter page, and our YouTube channel For so sure. that you get notifications of when we are going to be on. If you want to be a guest on the show, please send out, send an email or reach out to us as well. And we will love to have you on the show. So you can so. tell us your story about your business. Tell us about the purpose of you being in business and how you can help your, your customers much better. Right. So we are here for you and hope you uh, got a lot from the show and we will see you guys all next week. So go on over to our YouTube channel. Make sure you click the bell, hit the, the click the subscribe button and um, we will see you all next week. We're out. We're out. As a small biz pro, I saw we roll using procurement program and control. As a small biz pro, I saw we grow using procurement program and control. I'm a business man, yes, I'm an entrepreneur.